All right. We're going to do our three to five minute little drive by. Sometimes maybe an, <laughs> a few extra seconds beyond the five minutes. You know, we get carried away sometimes. You're now listening to the Hutchinson Report podcast, Take of the Week. Winners and losers. Leroy Jackson Oliver, I'm always fascinated with these debates. I don't know if you've been following the Democratic debates or not. They love the commentators, the talking heads, the blabbers, the blab, 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 you know, going on and on and on. Don't you just love that? Telling you what you just heard as if, you know, you can't don't have the brain power to figure out what you saw and heard. We need to be interpreted by that. Well, anyway, we're not going to interpret anything. But, but I, I'm, I'm just, I'm fascinated, just bowled over when they do the winners and losers. You know, it's, it's like, you know, a high school high football game or basketball game, a soccer game. We're cheering for the home team. Well, I did watch the second uh, in the Bloomberg participants debate, Democratic debate, this time from South Carolina. Uh, the Galen Center down in Charleston, South Carolina. And I have to tell you this, they went through the winners and losers again. Let me tell you who my winners are since, you know, we got to play that game, Leroy. You know, we got to play the game, so I'll give you my winners. The winners were the first debate, all the other debates, the winners have been Trump. I mean, that was easy. <laughs> he won them handily, hands down. Why? Because Democrats, as I've said over and over again, don't you see what you're doing? Every time you attack another Democrat, you're just giving the guy more ammunition and more talking points. Like he needs that. But in any case, be that as it may, um, Biden was a clear winner. Came across strong. Came across very, very presidential. Very forceful and very aggressive and laid things out. Fact, fact, fact. I like that. Second winner, I like Buttigieg, too. You know, he's a very intelligent guy. He comes across very poised. And he seems to have a good nuts and bolts grasp about how government works. Well, I mean, he's a mayor of South Bend, so he, he should have figured out something down there. Um, I also liked uh, Bloomberg, too. I know I get beat up on this every time by touting Bloomberg. I like, uh, here's what I like about him. I like, one, that he doesn't overreact. He stays calm. He stays reason. He almost comes off like the voice of reason. I think he fumbled badly on the foreign policy question about military, you, the military ramp up in the Middle East. It has nothing to do with stopping terrorism. I mean, you could have 10 million troops over there. It would not have stopped 911. Uh, hello. 911 was right here the last time I looked. Mayor Bloomberg in your own city. So you're going to have to clean that up. Let me tell you what I really like about him, uh, Leroy. And then, by the way, another winner was Bernie, too. Bernie is being Bernie. Bernie's always very forthright. With Bernie, he is what he is. What you see is what you get. <laughs> There's no frills with him. I like that. Um, Bloomberg. He gets beat up on because he's a rich guy, a very rich guy, and he spends his money. You know, we keep hearing Leroy, well, he's trying to buy a presidency. I addressed that last week. No, he's not trying to buy a presidency. The White House has always been for sale, in case you hadn't noticed, to the literally the, not only the highest bidder, but oftentimes the lowest bidder. What I really like about him and the money that people aren't forgetting, look, the man could sit back. He's a multi-billionaire. He could count his pennies and just, you know, have his yachts have his mansions, have uh, all the everything in the world, and just live the life and run his business. He didn't have to spend a penny, but I think he actually believes in country. Did you notice that he doesn't just spend money on himself? He spends money on a lot of other Democrats, too. I think he made the point that he bankrolled 20 
of the 41 Democrats that won their House seats back in 2018. Now, this is not just a guy spending money on an ego stroke. This is money who actually, this is a guy who actually believe in, believes in country. He actually does. He actually believes in America. He sees Trump being an existential threat of the last century. And I've got to do something about that. i got to admire that. I don't care what anybody says. All right, let's keep moving. The coronavirus. Um, uh, Oliver, were you wearing your mask this week? Leroy, I saw about five masks on you. You know, Trump is getting, getting beat up now because what did he do? He cut back on the funding on the CDC. And he's... Uh, and some of the others have spun a lot of conspiracy theories about where the coronavirus comes and the impact of that. But the fact of the matter is, it is a deadly and very serious and very serious health issue that, of course, governmental agencies across the board and individuals must take seriously. But I will tell you this, though. In, in flu seasons, and this is a flu season, Millions of people are infected at one time or another by viruses and viral infections. Hospitals, as we well know, in January and February and into March are almost always packed with people coming in with one virus or another virus. So let's hope it's another wake-up call. It's a good opportunity, once again, to put medical science, not the mythology about this, and there's a lot of that, to work seriously with money behind that to really go after a lot of the viruses, and not just vaccinations, but actually looking at what does infect people and the migration and the flow of that. We're only talking about health and we're talking about safety. That should be an in interest of all elected officials, no matter what party. Um, Donald Trump. Donald Trump announced this week in the GOP, the Trump campaign, he's opening up in 15 cities. Are you ready for this, Oliver? 15 cities, cities, black outreach centers. Let me, let me say that again. Black voter, excuse me, black voter outreach centers. You can laugh. We can snicker. You know, we can rail against Trump about the black vote and all of that. But I got to tell you this. He's actually, yeah, fake news. He's actually, give it again, Ricky. He's actually, yeah, I know that. But in this case, it's not fake news, Donald. The fact is you did. You opened up the black voter registration centers and outreach centers in 15 cities. What does that tell me? Tells me, take this guy seriously. He's actually going to make a bid in some places for the African-American vote. Despite what we think about it, and we know what we think about, many of us think about that. The fact is there are a lot of African-Americans that do like him. A lot of the millennials like what he has to say. And, um, you know, he doesn't have to win any substantial number of black votes because black voters are, by and large, 85 to 90 percent the Democrats. And that's the way it's going to be. He just needs to go in those five states and just ramp up by about two or three percent among the black voters there. And I guess what? He's home free on that one. We're going to be talking a lot about uh, local races, too. We've got some everything is not national. We got stuff happening here in Los Angeles and LA County. We'll be spending time talking about that. One final thing before we wrap up the Hutchinson Report podcast take of the week. Operation Chaos. Leroy Jackson, are you familiar with that? No. Uh, well, you're going to be. Operation Chaos. Oliver, in South Carolina, you know, today is a South Carolina primary, Democratic primary. In South Carolina, it's an open primary, meaning Republicans can actually cross over and vote in the Democratic primary. By the way, it's not the first time. It's happened before. 
Trump tweeted the other day, and he's gone. Well, he was at a rally in uh, South Carolina urging Republicans to cross over and vote in the Democratic primary, his base, his supporters. And by the way, Leroy, guess who he's urging them to vote for? Bernie. (laughs) We want Bernie. (laughs) A soft target. Bernie, I love Fidel Castro uh, (laughs) Sanders. Oh, boy. We love that. All right, you've been listening to the Hutchinson Report podcast. Take of the week. Take it away, Ricky. The Hutchinson Report. I'm not sure you'll have 47 Democrats. With Earl Lafari Hutchinson. That will not break ranks and vote to convict Donald Trump. Angela Hoffman. Hoffman, you live in the district, too. They need to be transparent. I think you should run. Uh, Pat Hoffman with her USA hat on today. Show sure. Tune in to the Hutchinson Report, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on KPFK.